This is the Living in Mid-Bloom podcast, lighthearted and heartfelt conversations about what it looks like to live, heal, and blossom in middle age. I'm your host, April Pruitt. Let's get our bloom on. Hey, Mid-Bloomers and friends, how's everybody doing? Hope you've had a great couple of weeks. Hope you got your taxes done. Oops, none of my business. Just don't want you to have any penalties like I'm going to have. But anyway, I'm sure you've noticed the title of this episode, which was last week's teaser, Therapy Scarapy. I'm trying to be funny, but it's it's serious business. Your emotional and mental health demand expert care to appropriately assess your needs. I've said this before, this is probably one of the biggest decisions you'll make in your life, choosing to to go and get assistance in whatever you feel you need in your life or what's missing in your life. And it can be daunting, but I believe it can be a brave move toward your own mental health. The contents of this episode is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek guidance from your healthcare professional. The individuals and locations mentioned in this episode have been changed in order to protect everyone's privacy. Finally, my thoughts about finding the right therapist are my personal point of view and not to be considered as advice from a professional. My plan was to talk more about that journey from a few years ago, my mom's health and the work with my spiritual coach, but I think I want to focus on therapy in general. I think that's going to be helpful and maybe give you a better understanding of what I've gone through and kind of how I've, I guess, changed through the years and who I ended up working with and why. I will tell you, I've worked with a total of seven therapists and then my spiritual coach. I don't count her in that group. And I've worked with a couple of psychiatrists. That work is about monitoring any medication, which I did end up being on and currently am on. And finally, let's see. Oh, yes. Two psychologists that I've worked with. One for a mere 24 hours because he was an idiot and the other one who was a a great help to me. But what I want to do is share a story from uh, my first ever group therapy. So I went to this new outpatient program at a medical center in DC. My therapist at the time initially recommended I enter their inpatient program. I bristled at that. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh no. And I couldn't leave my precious kitties. They've kept me sane and don't judge me. So then she suggested an outpatient program weekly along with weekly individual therapy sessions. On my first day, one of the senior counselors, Mike, facilitated my intake. I provided him with my insurance card, what medication I was on, 
um, the therapists I was seeing and psychiatrist. He asked me why I was there. And I told him about the childhood abuse. His response, wow. He's just staring at me. He said, I can add that into my book. I said, okay, out loud. But inside I'm like, are you kidding me? I was pissed, but I didn't say anything. I act like everything is okay. At my next therapy appointment, I remember I told my therapist about him. She actually knew him and defended him. She said, he really works hard. He's a good guy. She sounded a little annoyed. Uh, And I didn't argue. I don't know this guy. All I know is that brief experience I had with him. And I did want to disrupt my relationship with her. Good old codependency. I'm good at people pleasing and contorting myself. An old and no longer useful tool left over from the abuse. So he asked me a bunch of questions about how I was feeling and if I was on any medications. And, you know, I let him know. And then he asked me, he said, did Dr. G talk to you about making changes? I'm like, well, no, I don't know who that is. He's like, well, why not? And I'm like, uh, he's like, I'll set up an appointment for you. Okay. Okay. He goes on. He says, we'll recommend a standard four week treatment pending approval by your insurance. I say, okay. He's like, all right, let's go down to group two today. I'm like, okay. So he drops me, drops me off at this group therapy room. And there are a bunch of people that were going in at the same time I was. The counselor asked us to all settle down. And I'm just kind of looking around the room, see what people have got going on. I've never done anything like this before. And I'm angry about what just happened. And I'm scared. A room full of strangers with their own issues get to hear my dark stuff. And I can tell people know each other from previous sessions. So I find a chair, fill out some paperwork. Then again, she asks us to kind of settle down. We'll go around the room and we'll introduce ourselves and why we're there. First names only. My stomach drops. I just wanted to run out the door. And she says, Robbie, why don't you start? So the guy says, hey, I'm Robbie. And he's talking about going through a, a divorce and that uh, he and his wife have a face-off with their two dogs in custody. And he's crying and kind of cussing. And she's trying to get him to calm down. And he said, well, he'll be seeing his therapist later on that day. So I thought, oh, well, that's, you know, she seemed to be trying to, you know, console him and let him cry. And then she looks at me and says, hi, you're next. So here we go. My name is April. And I was, and I, you know, say what happened. And about three or four people were like loudly making shocking noises, you know, shock and awe from my fellow citizens. I start crying. I, I'm taking out of the room by staff to meet with Dr. G. I tell him about the abuse. He writes me a couple of new prescriptions, one to replace what I was on and then the other to take at night and to help me sleep. Now, I'm, I'm really struggling to understand what was wrong with my crying. Robbie cried. Was my crying too loud and visceral? I didn't get the memo. We've got a cold blue here, people. 
she's a survivor showing emotion. We have no effing idea what to do. Let's shame her to stop crying and drug her up. Stat. I'm taken back to group like some patched up broken thing. I go back to my chair with my head down in shame and sit quietly until time is up. Uh, one woman was very sweet. and She came up to me offering her support. I just felt so exposed, but I chatted with her until we went to our respective cars. Then I really lost it. It hurt so much. I don't know how or if I can do this work. There's that story, and uh, I'll follow up a little bit more on that. And then I want to leave each one of these uh, therapy episodes with just kind of one tip, if you will, because I I knew nothing when I got started. I I just I made a phone call, and you know I was on a list for like a few months. I mean, and this was we're talking like when I'm trying to get to my first therapist, but. People need help just finding your way to get to the right place. And maybe that has to be part of the process. I don't know. But my first tip is asking for recommendations from people you trust, a friend, a family member, uh, your primary care physician. I know my last uh, therapist was a recommendation by my physician whom I really trusted, and it was a good referral. You know, it's important to ask that person, you know, why did they see them? And was it a specific type of therapy? Because you don't know off the bat if that's something that will work for you. Ask them if they, they felt comfortable. Did they feel safe? Did this person say or do anything they felt was inappropriate? These are questions to ask. And if they don't want to answer them or if they feel that it's too intrusive, I, you know, certainly understand that. But you really have to to make a decision that's that's best for you. You are in charge of this. The hard part I know for me was I was so insecure, I was afraid to ask those kinds of questions. But I'm hoping that you'll learn from me. So next time I'll continue with kind of this story and then um, share another one along with another tip. I thank you all so much for joining me and hanging in there with me. I appreciate it so much and have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining me today on Living in Midbloom. I hope you found this episode insightful, meaningful, and maybe it's given you something to think about. I invite you to share your positive reviews or ideas on topics you would like me to touch on by leaving your comments on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Podchaser, or Podcast Addict. We are all divine beings who just want to be seen, heard, and loved. Have a beautiful day.